Welcome back to the Find Love Always podcast. I am your host, Michaela Cologne. Now, if you're new here, I am a local mom from the South Shore of Boston, a swim instructor who usually smells like chlorine on the daily, and chasing after three kiddos under five years old. Usually have a cold cup of coffee in my hand. Even right now, I just went to go heat it up, but could not take the full minute of heating because I needed that sip of coffee. Yeah, so usually have a cold cup of coffee. But I keep it honest here, we talk about different topics, but always revolving around three. Finding yourself, loving your kiddos, and always putting family first. So do yourself a favor, heat up your coffee for the full minute because cold coffee isn't what what it should be. All right, (laughs) let's get chatting everybody. So today on the podcast, we're talking about three ways that you can put your family first. Three ways that I do it in my own life every day. And bonus content at the end of the episode, my husband, Daniel Cologne himself, makes an appearance about how he thinks he should put family first or how he perceives putting family first. So stay tuned, listen up, grab your coffee. It's time to chat, guys. All right, guys, shameless plug right here. It is spring, almost summer. I can't wait for summer. Today, it's like 70 degrees out in Boston and gorgeous. It is time, if you have not started already, to get your children into swimming lessons. Did you know that drowning is one of the top leading causes of death for toddlers and small children? Recently in the South Shore, um, there was even a drowning for um, two teen boys and gone. It's really weighing on my heart. Um, so if you can do anything really, really important for your family, it's to enroll your ch- children into swimming lessons. And this means swimming lessons that isn't revolved around singing or playing with toys. I should know I was part of those lessons before too. But it is the lessons that are teaching your children how to save their life, how to actively show them how to swim. I feel so blessed and so honored to be a swim instructor for Powers Aquatics, a local South Shore uh, swimming program that runs out of the Hanover, Massachusetts and Quincy, Massachusetts YMCA's. It is mom founded by Kristen, a mom of four and a swim instructor for now like 20 years. Kristen has developed um, methods to teach children eight weeks to seven years how to swim effectively. And I know quite well how this is done because I have a son in it who is 10 months, who just learned how to independently swim five feet from a wall and swim back to a wall, hold it and start to climb out. No, I am not lying. And I have a three and four-year-old who are independent swimmers. The four-year-old is on a swim team. So guys, start your kids early. Make sure you go to the Facebook page 
for Powers Aquatics. So you get into their um, email list to um, sign up for our signups as soon as they happen because boy, we fill up so quickly. Signing up for swimming lessons, guys, this summer is one of the best things you could do for your family. If you have any questions, drop into my DMs, shoot me an email at Find Love Always. I'd love to answer any questions about swimming lessons for you. All right, let's get back to the podcast. So one of my biggest vices, other than drinking coffee, is being on my phone. I am on it constantly. I'm scrolling through social media. I am talking to friends on Messenger, through text. Most of my relationships are through text messaging. And I know y'all can feel this right now because during the pandemic and on top, if you have children, that's the only way we're talking to people for now. I mean, now it's getting better. Most people are are getting back to seeing people in person, but not like it used to be. We're always on our phones. I personally see nothing wrong with connecting on our phones, but if the pandemic has taught me something, it has taught me that human connection, it's so good. And I'm a people person, so I need that face-to-face connection as you guys do too, right? So, how I am always putting family first. Well, to be honest, Sometimes, most of the time, I was stuck in my phone because it was a great escape. And recently, I put boundaries in place for my phone time. That is my, one of my biggest vices so that I had scheduled time with my family. Here's an example for you. So in the evenings when I come home from work, my husband puts the kids to bed. He's a rock star. Makes dinner. By the time I get home, two of the older kids will be in bed. The baby might be just going to sleep most of the time. Sometimes a fire is erupt and everybody's awake and he needs help. From the moment I pull in my driveway, I vow to not be on my phone until after we eat dinner. So that can be like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two. I just give my family like that go time I come in. Finish up the kids with their bedtime if I need to. Hop in the shower. Eat dinner with my husband. Have a good conversation. And it's been really nice. I haven't had the need to like pick up my phone and scroll while I'm eating. What I typically do. And uh, yeah, this boundary has definitely helped. So if you are an avid phone texter. I would definitely suggest putting up a boundary around your phone time. One that's attainable. You're not cutting off any connections, but just like a window where I don't touch my phone. Life-changing. So the second way that I've been focusing on my family lately is scheduling fun and just quality time together. On Thursday nights, we have movie night. It's my Friday. I get out a little earlier from work. And my kids know as soon as I get home, I jump in the shower, put on my PJs, and they have the movie already picked out. I think we've watched Tangled three weeks in a row. But it's okay. As long as it's their choice, they get to pick what we're going to watch. They stay up a little bit later that night, and they know what we're doing. 
they get to be in everyone's elbows. My girls always say, can I sit in your elbow? So everybody's in an elbow. We're all cuddling up watching a movie. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. It's not the whole movie, but it's just the fact that we sit down together. Another thing that I've been scheduling us to do is farm time, which has been really, really fun. So I am a huge fan of this South Shore farm called Ponytown Parties. By the way, not sponsored, just a huge fan. Um, They started out with doing these $5 play dates a couple years ago when my first was really young. Maisie was really young. And now um, with the pandemic going on, I plan hours of like private um, farm time play where they just get to go nuts on the farm and play in these like playhouse structures. There's a slide there that's in a big like choo-choo train. They get to have pony rides, pet llamas, bunnies. There's now a donkey. It's really cool. So Fridays, I try to plan farm time, which isn't every Friday, um, but I get like a monthly membership so I can schedule like a couple Fridays out of the month where we just go to the farm. You know, I'm off my phone. We are playing with animals. And I just feel like the moment I step on this farm, we all sigh. We're all a little calmer. And the women, I believe it's like one man that works there, but most of the women that work there are fantastic. Even these like younger girls who are like in high school, just so knowledgeable, friendly, warm, and it's a great family experience. So again, not an ad, just a big fan. We schedule farm time into our week, and this has also made my days off a little stressless, knowing that like we have point A and B to go to. Guys, so the last way that I put my family first is saying no to things that doesn't serve my family. This is a very new concept to me. I say yes to everything, or at least I did. So now when I have a commitment that I am asked to do, I kind of think on it for a minute. Is this really going to fit in my schedule? What am I, what time am I taking away from? Because let's face it, I work about 30 hours a week. I have three children. I'm taking time away from some sort of pot that I have going, right? So think about that. The next time you say yes to a commitment, is this really putting your family first? Of course, we have to fulfill our lives as a person, um, but we want to make sure that saying yes is good for us, right? I totally said yes to a commitment and took it back earlier this year and kind of living with that guilt a little bit now. But now I know I need to think things over for like a day if it's a long-term commitment and know, is this going to serve us? So easy, saying no. A way to put your family first. All right, so I am here with the one and only Daniel Cologne. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Jesus, this is an odd one. (laughs) (laughs) So I brought on my husband, Daniel, to talk a little bit about how he perceives putting family first. Um, In my recent episode, I spoke about how I was trying to put boundaries on my 
time on social media and on my phone. I was learning how to say no to commitments that was not so much in the interest of my family and how I scheduled in fun for my family, like going to farm time and things like movie night. So Dan, here's the question. How do you put family first? Well, Michaela does a great job of scheduling. Better job than I could have probably. I'm a planner. Yeah, you do a great job. It's hard to get three kids out the house on time and somewhere on time. It's a lot of effort and I appreciate that. Oh, she, thank you. She makes the kids have a great time. And they love it because of it. So my role, I guess, is to put the kids to bed when I get home, which sometimes could be a nightmare. Okay, so how do you effectively put three children to bed? Oh, you got to plan. You plan ahead a little bit. Make sure the PJs are out. They're all fed. The PJs, PJs aren't always up, though. They're not always out, but they you got to be ready to deal with the screaming and crying. You know, I put Dante in a jumpy or... His crib. So Dante's our 10-month-old, so you put Dante into the little jumpy. Yeah, you put, well, you put him in a little kids. mini prison so he can't get out. <laughs> if you leave him on the floor, he's eating something that Sadie and Maisie left behind. That's true. Right, so. But then you accomplish cleaning and eating as well as a child being distracted. Right, yeah, no. They, so you could always leave them in the ground just to, like, you know, get the crumbs. No, they eat. They eat. Don't worry. Like, I cook dinner for them. All right. So, let's talk about you come home from work for the day, right? Babysitter yep. leaves. Okay. What happens? Do you put Dante directly no, in the jumpy no, to tackle no, this? No. Or? I just let them hang out. And then, uh, if there's anything on the, the ground, I clean it up. Because I'm just afraid that, you know, they're gonna, he's going to eat something that they left on the ground. All right. So, floor, floor cleaning is number one for you for bedtime. And organizing. You know, if there's any, any bottles everywhere, make sure everything's... Clean bottles, dishes. You get those done. Yep. Put some music on. Let him rock out. What is your number one song of choice for cleaning up before bedtime? Um, they like Gummy Bear. Gummy Bear. (laughs) By Gummy Bear. But I like Stand by Me sometimes. Okay. Okay. What's the number three? Number three choice. Um. Oh, leave the door open. That's a good one. By. By Bruno, because that's pretty good. And Maisie goes, you can't leave the door because bugs are getting. <laughs> but we still play it regardless. Real life. Yeah. Okay, so we have the scene set. The music is jamming. You're done with cleaning. What is next? I was cleaning, um, changing diapers, making sure they're good, putting PJs on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's putting Dante in his bed and then getting all that PJs together. So, we're so you put the baby down in first? The same room, in his crib. Oh, okay. Okay. I bring the girls in, and they, they change. We all talk. They run around like crazy. Um, get them situated. They come back down for dinner, and they're usually good. Um, it's just a, I don't know, a rhythm to get them going and ready. So you don't have, like, a time in mind? You just kind eight of check? I try at 8 o'clock to get them all asleep at the same time. Okay, but you have a start time and an end time, and you just have your rhythms that you check yeah. off. To get through Honestly, bedtime. if they're sick or something else going on with, you know, how they're feeling, they're going to just run away from you. But uh, Okay, so you're not looking like by 6 o'clock everything's clean. You're just checking things off a list. It doesn't matter how long everything takes. Right, right. Okay, just, okay. Uh, you got to see how they're feeling at the time. And I don't yell at them. I 
talk to them like they're, you know, grown people and see how they're feeling. Okay. So putting family first for you is putting them to bed and an efficient but... Oh, yeah, and then they go, if I put them all in bed at, eight, say, 8.15, they're all asleep in their PJs. One could be yelling, but you got to let them yell. You got to let them cry it out and trust okay. the process, you know, and, you know, you can't be afraid that they're crying and wanting you. They always want you, so okay. just let them cry because you got to survive, too, in this world, you know. Okay, you no. got, might have to take a shower. It's a long-ass day. <laughs> you know? So you're pretty stinky by 8.15, you'd say? Oh, always, so... If you get home, great. You might grab one of them and shower. But if not, I'll let Dante cry, and he can cry for 10 minutes, and I'll shower, and it's fine. Daniel, do you have any connection to my friend from Boston, the commercial? No. I wish I did. Okay. I watch a lot of True TV and Practical Jokers. It makes me laugh. That's pretty good. I put that on, too. That's another tip. Put that on. It makes you, makes you laugh. It's great. All right. Well, thanks for the insight into bedtime. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Final of Always podcast. You can find any company or uh, program that I mention on this podcast right on the link in my bio page on Instagram or on my Facebook page. So on both of these social media platforms, I can be found at Find Love Always. And put on your calendars if you are interested in Powers Aquatics after listening to this podcast. June 4th is the sign up for all of our newbies. I would love to see y'all in swim class. My name's Michaela and you can definitely take class with me or any of the other wonderful moms that I teach with. Everybody is fantastic. And I hope you find love always this week. Look for another episode this week on the podcast. It's going to be a dual, maybe a trio kind of week in podcast. I have a lot to say this week. All right. Cheers, guys. Have a good one.